You ready to go then? Yeah, I'm ready. You always punch me. Sorry. I'm just, you know. Yeah. I'm getting into it. Like those little points. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what are they called? Uh, I don't know what they're called. Rock'em... No. Rock'em Robots. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah. I was like, no. I, they're I was... not Sock'em Boppers. No. Soccer Boppers. Because they're really similar names. I'm like, am I confusing the two? But no. Did you know there's a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie with Hugh Jackman? I think I did know that. Yeah. Because it was like, it was around that time that they made the Battleship movie. And yeah. And they were like in like board game movies. And everyone was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> Uh, get ready for more stuff that feels like that oh, with Mattel. Oh god, no. And their Barbie stuff. They're they're not Barbie sequels that are basically just Barbie sequels with other properties. Okay, I want the Ken movie. I want the Bratz movie. I don't think we're getting the Ken movie. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just saying I we could do it. I would love the Ken Dudes Rock movie. Don't get me wrong. I want the Bratz movie. Hello and welcome to Scary Fair, a uh, horror movie podcast between partners. I'm Nine. And I'm Opal. Uh, and this week we watched Alien Resurrection, 1997. We're resurrecting this idea. <laughs> <laughs> you could say we're cloning it from a lab. Uh, this is uh, episode number 50. Wow! Episode 50! We made it. We made it. Happy, um, what would you call this? 50! A, a bicentennial? <laughs> sure <laughs> is that every 50 years I don't, I don't think whatever uh but before we get into that uh opal what have we been up to the last couple weeks uh we saw a movie we did we saw climax that's from 2018 i want to 20... say 2019 something like that yeah french movie I liked it. I, surprisingly, given my his, my track record on French movies... <laughs> you don't like French movies. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, we'll get into it, but that it's uh, semi-related to, to French movies uh, for the movie we watched this week. Really? We'll get into it. Okay. Uh, I, I really liked Climax. I liked it, too. Also, the just like the blurb that it was based on a true story and then it was like that was really funny because i just imagine like <laughs> one of the dancers that that happened to in the 80s being like it wasn't like that no <laughs> well uh the the like the like pitch for climax is like um a bunch of like uh trained dancers are having a, a party and somebody spikes the punch with lsd and yeah. then they all go ape shit and it the, is ape shit. The the part of the story that's based on a true story is just that concept. Is well, like there there was there was a dance crew and someone spiked a punch with LSD. Yeah, but they didn't go ape shit. Nothing no, happened. No one died. <laughs> Nothing. No crazy shit happened. It was just you know a bunch also, of people were high. Also, double jointed people just be like that all the time. It does feel like that, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? They're tempting fate with some yeah, of the like shit Yeah, like you they turn do. around and they're doing something with their arm that you, they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, and it's like Ugh. you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. You might get stuck that way. <laughs> uh, we've also been watching Twin Peaks. Yeah, so... You wanted to watch The Return. Yes, I really wanted to watch The Return. And then I realized that you hadn't seen the show as many times as I had. Maybe once or twice. I, I've seen... Like once and a half. I've seen season one twice. Okay. And I think I've seen the whole thing once. Okay, yeah. Um, but it was like, I don't know, five years ago? But I... Yeah. We we kind of had to 
we needed our fresher course on some of who the characters were and what was going on. Yeah, so we just started from the beginning. Yeah, we might as well just watch Twin Peaks again, because I'll always watch Twin Peaks, and it's great. Yeah, season one is fantastic. I think the pilot is just, like, the best the, the show gets. The pilot is, like, a, it feels like an essay on, like, the perfect pilot a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, they just set up everything that's in the show. Yeah. Um, season two, we're partway through. It's a lot more up and down. Um, it is. There are a lot of, uh, you can tell there are dropped concepts that we needed to keep the show going a little bit longer. So we're like, oh, maybe we'll go back to this. But yeah, you can really tell there were like some production issues going on with Twin Peaks and like, are we getting canceled or not? Are they moving our, our time slot around? Are different people writing and directing the episodes a little bit too much the answer is yes to all of those yes to all you can definitely feel that um but you know it's still good it's still good yeah yeah um i i have a complicated relationship with david lynch i've talked about my uh dislike for americana as a concept before on this show and that's something <laughs> it that just is that that's huh? something that david is definitely very interested in um i think it works in twin peaks in a way that it doesn't in a lot of things that I don't like, if that makes sense. Like, the the preoccupation with, like... It's more, it's more of, a like, a rural melancholy. Of, like, yeah. small-town gothic sort of deal. Well, and even stuff like, oh, there's a diner, and some of the characters are just obviously greasers, and one of the characters has a preoccupation yeah, there, for there cherry lot, pie. There are a lot of greasers, which yeah. is very funny. Uh, I, I think it still manages to, to work in Twin Peaks in a way that, like, I don't know if I like that stuff showing up in other things, mm -hmm. but, yeah, uh, good good show. Yeah. I love I love how everyone knows how melodramatic it is and Floyd just plays into that. Oh, it's like fully... we're not we're not making like prestige TV. We are making a like, soap opera. Yeah, a soap yeah. opera. And they watch a, a so there is like an in-universe soap opera that they're watching. That kind of like mirrors the show. Yeah, it's really the, funny. It's the the people making it telling you, "Hey, this is how you should think about this show." Yeah, it's like if you yeah. want if you actually wanted to watch Days of Our Lives or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because the things that happen in those daytime soaps isn't that different from Twin Peaks. Let's yeah. be honest. Some yeah. insane stuff happens in those shows. For sure. All right. Well, that's what we've been up to. Let's yeah. get into our movie uh alien resurrection the movie we meant to do way back in the day uh when we did alien 3 and it was <laughs> a way better choice i can to do see, this one i can see why you would have put this movie in the sack previously it's, it's such a good one for the show there is so much to talk about with this movie and it's so off the chain for no real reason. My, my prevailing feeling coming out of this movie, which I had not seen before, was what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, um, but like, this is my second time watching it. I'm kind of walking away like after the ending, kind of like, that fucked a little bit. Like, <laughs> I, would, I would rather watch that than Alien 3 any day of the week. You did, you did have a moment, though, when we started this movie where you had a reaction to a certain piece of information. <laughs> I, uh... Um, so, and this leads us right into the production history with this movie. I uh, forgot. This is a movie that is written by... Joss Whedon. And you can fucking tell. No, I didn't remember uh, this. Um, and it, it does, it was funny Even because... though it fully feels like a parody of anything he's ever done. 
It does. It's got all of his bullshit in there. We'll talk about it. It was something that we kept commenting on throughout watching the movie. It was just, wow, Joss. <laughs> Great job, man. Yeah. Um, you did so, the damn thing. So um, the, the Buffy movie, which predated the TV show, yes. came out in 1992, um, which is five years before this. And the Buffy TV show is like in production around the same time this movie is in production. So Joss is a bit of a, a hot commodity uh, at the time, people want to get him to to write a movie, um, and so the alien people are looking for a new installment. Um, I guess like one of the specters hanging around the franchise was the concept of an alien versus predator movie. Um, yeah, because which, that wasn't too far from this. Yeah, it's it's just a few years after it has. It was something that was getting kicked around by the studio a lot, and like. Specifically, Sigourney Weaver, one of the reasons she did this movie is because she was kind of interested in, like, Joss Whedon's take on Ripley as a character and thought that Alien vs. Predator was a stupid idea and didn't want to yeah, be a part of that. Yeah, so. I mean, fair enough to her. But, I mean, what started the versus movies, though? Was that, like, the first one? Because, like, uh, Freddy vs. Jason was after that. Yeah, it was after that. I don't I don't know what started it, but this is definitely, like, in the, the era, the late 90s, early 2000s, is, like, it was just, like, the crossover movie was, like, it a is thing. Like a, it's like a, just a playground fight concept. Like, yeah. oh, Alien would definitely be Predator, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, if you want to say, like, what started it, I mean, this is a huge thing in comic books. Um, yeah, okay. So that's definitely part of it. But yeah, um, it was just kind of like in the air. Um, and so, uh, you know, this movie gets made. Uh, I think the other interesting thing of note is the director, uh, uh, Jean-Pierre uh, Jeannet, uh, who is a French director. Right. Um, he had done... Um, the, the movie uh, The City of Lost Children, which is a French sci-fi movie I'm starring Ron Perlman. Okay. Um, uh, a few years before this, and I guess that had gotten him, like, enough interest from the Hollywood people that they were like, okay, let's let him do, like, uh, a Hollywood uh, sci-fi franchise. That's not too far of a jump if you've yeah. done sci-fi before and people liked it. Yeah. Um, I guess the main thing with him is um, he didn't really speak English. Oh. Uh, at the time of filming, so um, they had to have like a translator on set. Difficult. Seems like a game of telephone <laughs> from a nightmare. Uh, does explain some of the weirdness with this movie, I think, <laughs> when you're on Maybe, the... <laughs> maybe sometimes. Uh, some of the weird timing, maybe, uh, <laughs> is maybe explained by the director uh, just not understanding that's the a, words. That's a good point. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, it's a... This movie made money, um, a little bit less money than the previous installment, and the budget was a little bit higher. Kind well, of. I was I was telling you before, like this has way more names in it than Alien Three ever did. Yeah, yeah. Um, it feels like they were putting their their gumption into this one. <laughs> yeah, so you've got the Sigourney Weaver, you've got Winona Ryder, who's a hot commodity at this yeah, point. Yeah, she has done like some of her most notable work at this point. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Uh, you got Ron Perlman, uh, Michael Wincott, um, a few other characters. Brad Dourif is in this movie. Um, some some names, as yeah, opposed to right. Alien 3, which was basically nobody. Um, so, yeah, I can see why this movie had, like, some, some buzz around it. Um, you know, you've got Joss Whedon at this point is, like, a, a Hollywood name. Right, um, right. 
This movie did uh, open number two at the box office behind Flubber. Oh. Flubber. Flubber, yeah. Um, so that kind of tells you where we're at in the, the <laughs> 1997. You know, they're kind of similar in a way. No. <laughs> man, man playing God. <laughs> man in science outfit, what uh, destroys the world yeah. with this horrible creation. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, it's in the air. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of the preamble to this movie. Uh, just like a weird case of like various Hollywood personalities kind of congealing around this like weird half dead franchise this this movie does like kill the alien franchise for a little while for a while yeah like before we like reignite it with prometheus in like the 2010s which is a long time for a franchise like this yeah i mean the gap in there is the um aforementioned alien versus predator and alien versus predator requiem i haven't um, made you watch those yet i've seen both of them you've seen both of them yeah on my own yeah i didn't know that a a uh, avp was the first horror movie i watched by myself i feel like that was <laughs> I feel like that could have been the case for me, too. Uh, I because it was it, like an on-demand movie. I watched it on-demand in also, a hotel room. I also watched it on-demand <laughs> in my parents' TV room. Yeah, so uh, the, uh, I've seen both of them. It's because it's PG-13. And it's like, oh, yeah. Alien versus Predator. Even yeah. though I had seen neither. Yeah, <laughs> same. Um, I, I might have seen Alien. With, uh, I know I'd seen Aliens ahead of it. Um, I might have seen Alien before I saw it, but yeah. Um, so yeah, this movie kind of puts like the mainstream Alien franchise to bed for a little while. And then yeah, by the time we get to 2010, we get Prometheus. You can kind of tell why. Yeah. <laughs> but I think... <laughs> this movie's a mess. <laughs> yeah, as, as much as I don't really like Prometheus, I think it has some interesting takeaways from this movie specifically. Oh, there's a few things definitely in this movie that Prometheus is like, oh, we're just doing yeah. this from this movie, uh, which was really interesting. Because Alien is a franchise that has de the balls to say that every movie mattered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. All the lore matters in yeah, Alien. Yeah, They don't give that much lore in any of them, but all of it's important. We're usually not that brave. Right. Yeah, there's usually like some um, forgotten children yeah. of, of franchises that get long enough, yeah. but uh, Aliens and No Movie Left Behind franchise. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think it's time. I think we can get into we, we can get into it the summary because this is going to be our longest episode ever, probably. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. There's some anyway. <laughs> we open on like a flesh sack. Yeah. Uh, for the opening credits, we we eventually get a spaceship, um, and inside the spaceship, there's a clone in a tank. It's Ripley. Yeah, she you you watch her grow like yeah. one of those like little dinosaur sponges you put in the sink. You see her be a bald little baby. And, and then <laughs> you see you see a bald uh, Ripley, and they're like, she is perfect. <laughs> Um, we get some scientists doing surgery on we, her. We do the Mass Effect opening where they're like, we we can rebuild him. Yeah, um, they, they remove a little alien from her and cut its umbilical cord. It um, looks like, it looks like it has foreskin as well. It's gross looking. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a gross little penis. Uh, I asked you the question, uh, would you eat the placenta? Uh, I don't know if you want to revisit this. Because I need you, I needed you to give me more than that. Okay. My answer was 
No. So I asked you, would you eat the placentia? And you were like, what? And then we figured out that we were talking about the placenta. The placenta. Uh, And then you said no. No. And the reason you gave was that you would not eat the alien's placenta. I thought that's what you were asking. Does it make a difference? Acid? Uh, (laughs) Answer the question. Uh, It makes a lot of difference. Its DNA is not the same as mine. You're, you're, you're it, will eva- do no- it will do nothing for me nutritionally. You're evading my question. My answer is no. To? Eating the alien placenta. What about any placenta? Is there any placenta you would eat? I... Would you get the little pills? I don't know. The, the science is out on whether that truly helps or not. And it's kind of expensive to like ship your placenta to somewhere to do that. So sure. I don't know. I'll just take a vitamin. <laughs> sure. Fair. All right. Um, I hope I answered your question. Yeah. Th- thank you. As- asked and answered. We, we, we cleared that up. Uh, Ripley wakes up from a like cocoon bag situation. She, she is in like a little like little, those little bags that the iPhone comes in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little cling film yeah. sack. Uh, and she's observed by a scientist. Um, she's number eight. She has the number eight tattooed on yeah, her we arm. Yeah, we keep saying how much she is the number eight. Yeah, she's number eight. She's yeah. eight. Uh, she, um, a, a creepy scientist, um, like, menaces her with sexual undertones. Uh, so she chokes him out. Uh, and she gets zapped in the head by an electricity gun. Yeah, yeah. It just looks like she gets a shotgun blast to the head, but it makes a zappy sound. Kinda, yeah. But we need to keep her, because she's the best one. Uh, yeah, they're doing tests on her where they show her pictures, and she says what's the what, what's in the picture. And she's wrong every time. I would not call that a success. <laughs> they say she's doing great. Yeah, they do um, say she's doing great, which is not what I observed. Yeah, military guys observe her and they're like, she's operating at a completely adult capacity. Which, mm. huh? What? Were there, were the one through seven operating at a child capacity? What? What were they expecting to happen? I will never get an answer to they, this. They also say that it has memories. Yeah, it has memories. <laughs> Which could be good or bad. <laughs> um, I think it's almost always bad. Yeah, the general wants to put her down, uh, but the scientists are like, no, you have to let us study her. She's so cool and epic. She's so cool! Um, and they're all fascinated by the queen xenomorph that they've um, bred in captivity that she has hatched from herself. Yeah, yeah, like a zoo. Yeah. Um... Ripley uh, has a meal and gets uh, lore dumped uh, by a scientist about how she's a clone and the mechanics of that and how she's number eight and how she's the eighth one. We're gonna stand in a circle completely still while the action stops and exposit a lot in this movie. Yeah, I would say this is like number one here where it's just two characters. It happens being like, like four or five times. Yeah, she's like, so what's the deal with me? And they're like, well, we like got your DNA from last time and we made it some new ones of you and it's 200 years later and we made some clones if if you need a refresher she fell in a giant pool of lava that's right yeah um and i guess because she had an alien in her when she died the clone of her has an alien in her not what my dna says but okay sure whatever (laughs) um uh yeah she's aware that um they've taken an alien out of her somehow um and she's like it's a queen 
I know this. Um, well, she's a, she has a little bit of psychic powers. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> she's an empath for aliens. No, she has every ability you can think of. She can do anything. She has every ability you can think of when the movie requires it, she and has only at that time. Powers. She has superpowers exactly for as long as the movie needs her to have them, and in exactly those situations. This is my new OC. Yeah, Ellen Ripley, number eight. Number eight, who's got alien powers. Um. She gets told that uh, this time the U.S. military is in charge. Which, wasn't it always? Uh, Before it was some greedy corporation. And Ripley is like, what's the difference? It's 1997. Yeah, well. (laughs) The military-industrial complex. Um, We we get some talk from um, the military uh, guy. He's like... uh, Oh, we, we don't just use them in urban pacification, which, what? What? Um, we can also get new alloys and new vaccines from the alien, from studying it. Uh, whatever, man. It's like how, it's like how we had the whole PR around the, the robot dog, the Boston Dynamics robot dog. Everyone's like, I love these new aliens, they're so cute. <laughs> to me, this is like stem cell research stuff. Because, like, clearly they're compatible with us biologically in some way. I guess so. That's what this movie says. <laughs> it sure is. It do- it says it a little too much. Yeah. Um, we cut away to another ship where a crew of misfits horse around. We get several small little scenes of this. Um, none of it is charming. <laughs> none of it is charming. None of it matters. Um, so- you... I cannot stress enough how much I don't care about any of these people. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to introduce any of them now. I will just wait until they do something of note later in the movie, because a lot of them um, don't do anything. Not really, no. They just get, like, a cool guy mercenary sequence. Um, You can see, like, the birth of Firefly happening in real time. (laughs) Kinda, yeah. I mean, Winona Ryder is here, and Ron Perlman is here. That's kind of all that matters. All of the, like, uh, cool actors are here to do cool stuff the thing is i think she is such a strange choice for this she's extremely like a weird pick for this 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 feels like a a a message from high from like joss whedon who really wanted winona Ryder. it does feel it feels like his pick to me it it does feel arbitrary in some way like what is this character doing in this movie why is she here like, she, she's doing her normal Winona Ryder kind of personality, sassy little girl thing, which is, like, I'm kind of a stan. I love Winona Ryder, but she's such a weird pick for, like, this space mercenary. Yeah. And she's she's getting thrown around a lot, which is a little uncomfortable by, like, everyone. By, like, these big adult guys. It's, yeah. It's so strange. It's very weird. Um, so these guys dock at the military, at the military facility... They even get a cool, we're all standing in a line looking like badasses. I, I almost spit out my water. I'm like, <laughs> you are not telling me these people are cool. Um, they all get scanned for weapons, but it's obviously one of those scenes where like they're sneaking weapons in. Every like 14 different movies from 1990 to 2010 have this scene in it. Yeah. <laughs> Including The Lord of the Rings. When Gandalf brings his staff into Theoden's keep or whatever, and he's like, oh, you wouldn't take my old man's staff away. That's just this scene with the guy in the wheelchair, where he's like, oh, you want to check my wheelchair? We all fantasize about bringing weapons in somewhere we shouldn't. Yeah, about getting through the weapons scanners. 
And we got we got jokes. We got oh, yeah. Joss Whedon jokes we got, that are really bad. We got quips. And we've got quips, that's right. Not not just like verbal quips, but also like physical, like written in scene quips where like there's a physical comedy moment where rim shot boom yeah every scene ends on like a either a one-liner or some kind of like stinger where there's like a physical gag um it's It's, just so annoying it gets to be a lot i don't know why people let him make movies after this (laughs) um uh michael wincott as elgin has a meeting with the general um they're talking about Congress? There are dollar bills on the table? What? I don't think this amounts to anything, we, does it? I don't think so. Uh, basically, they're... Because this guy isn't going to be a character in the movie. <laughs> Neither of these two no. are. Um, I, you you learn that the, the mercenary guys are doing some criminal shit for the government because it's 1997 and, you know, mercenaries. Um, it's really weird, though. Like, I, we talked about this a little bit in Alien 3, because there's, like, they're saying, like, Christianity is real in that movie. This is the first time that they've acknowledged, like, the existence of the United States as a as real place. A, as a place, and we're talking about Earth? Earth. Earth for the first time. We're talking about not just Earth, but dollar bills, Congress, the United States. Like, what is going on? And this is 200 years later, by the way. Two, Nothing has changed. 200 years later from the last Alien movie, which is already, like, the far future. We're assuming that the United States is still an entity, <laughs> yeah. which is the most United States thing <laughs> of all time. For real. Um, it turns out the thing this, these uh, mercenaries were getting paid for is to bring in some people in cryosleep so that the military could do experiments on them. Um... Later, there's going to be some, like, um, um, some ethical questions about, like, oh, we didn't know you guys were going to do some evil fucked up shit with (laughs) these guys. Why are you stealing people in cryosleep? (laughs) We were cool with bringing you people in cryosleep to be military experimented on until we found out what the military experiments were. Now it's all fucked up and not cool, man. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that shit for a second. Oh, no, that's the next scene. The cryosleep people all get face-huggered by the queen's eggs that she's laid in the most, like, contrived scene. It's kind of funny. They are just, like, they're, lined they're up. Just like, sitting there. We didn't figure out a better way to do this. This yeah. is the only way we know how. This is the only way we know how to put an alien in a host body, which is to let the egg hatch in front of them and let the thing jump on their face. This is the only way we know how to reproduce them. Yeah. 200 years later. Cut. Cut to Ellen Ripley shooting some fucking hoops. I know! Playing basketball! She's so cool, you guys. What's going on? This is another thing where, like, they're just playing basketball? Joss Whedon loves women <laughs> so fucking much. He, he thinks women are so cool. They're so cool. He wrote this cool alien powers woman who has cool basketball powers. This like, all lays the groundwork for Alias, by the way. Alias is just like this. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, The weirdos show up to harass her, um, and she beats them up with her cool super strength. She dunks on them with her cool women powers. (laughs) She does a a behind-the-back shot that, like, lands... She does, like, a three-point shot while facing away from the basket by just, like, tossing the ball up in the air behind her. It's... And now, could Ellen Ripley do that before? Or is that the alien (laughs) team? (laughs) It's 
<laughs> Can aliens do that? This scene is so weird. Like, is this the only way we could communicate to the audience that, like... How cool she she's is? She's so cool. It's 1997. Bro, I've seen the other three <laughs> alien movies. You don't need to sell me on how cool Ellen Ripley is. Now, you know what I think it is? I think... I think it is uh, the fact that Michael Jordan and the Bulls are so cool right now. <laughs> I think it is 1997. You think they're trying to make a Michael Jordan? The Bulls are about to win, like, title number five or whatever, and Joss Whedon's like, this is so cool. I have to write a basketball scene into my next movie immediately. Ellen Ripley could (laughs) play for the Bulls. Uh, The Bulls uh, would have lost to Ellen Ripley. (laughs) He's so brave. He's so brave for saying this. My... My cool basketball OC is better than the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> oh, she's a basketball OC now. Um, oh, her blood is acid, by the way. Yeah. Her. This is going to be plot relevant and later. And she just flings it. Yeah, she, she can just she like, flick it. it. Yeah. Um, next up, we cut to a frankly embarrassing <laughs> shot of a woman's ass and feet. Oh, yeah. It, it pans down. You're like, ooh. A woman, perhaps. <laughs> and then you see her, her butt. And then you see her feet. Specifically, like, um, Michael Wincott's character is, like... Giving her a foot Yeah, he's, like, cradling her feet and looking intently at her feet while her butt is out. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man. Joss is like, I can do this for you, women. <laughs> Who let this guy write movies? He, he does this shit in all of his movies. I just think that it's funny that he was like the first Hollywood outspoken feminist and everything he's ever made is just like this. <laughs> just like this. It's it's absurd. Um, there, there are some scenes of like mechanical stuff inside the ship that are done in practical effects that I think are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, um, like panels are opening up and there's like, um, like pistons and stuff firing oh i don't ship. think there's anything wrong with the sets yeah I, I think that looks pretty cool there there is like a big uh, misty hallway that's pretty stupid and i will say <laughs> it it wasn't it wasn't that high of a standard to begin with but there is cgi used and it looks way way better than the third than movie. alien 3 yeah it does look way better um one of the scientists wants to fuck the alien yeah, he's like he's like kissing at it. He's like mm. he's like kissing the glass that it's behind. My baby. <laughs> and so then stupid. and then the second mouth comes out and he gets scared, which I don't buy for a second. Yeah, no way, man. I think like, that's the main appeal. <laughs> you got to be in that's for all of this. That's the piece de resistance. This is this is Brad Dourif's character, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the character that wants to fuck the alien. He's not there very often, but when he is, it's a treat. Yeah, I would say so. It's very um charged. Yeah. Uh, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of the, the wacky scientist character in Pacific Rim. Okay. The, the like, double event guy. Alright. <laughs> um, Winona Ryder's character, who is named Call. Great name. Everyone has fake names that don't exist. Okay, no, we need to talk about this. We do. So... <laughs> You're gonna talk about genre. <laughs> <laughs> so... Her name is officially Anna Lee Call. But... She only gets called Call. But we have to... This is a spoiler. We have to follow the naming formula. So we have to call her by her last name. That's right. Everyone is called by their last name. So Ron Perlman's character is named Ron Johnner. John? Johnner Johnist. <laughs> His name is... Ron Perlman's character's name is Ron. Gary Darrington's character is named Gary Christie. Uh... 
Several characters are named like this, where it's just their first name that's never said is their character's first name. I'd rather they just call him Gary than Johnner. Or Ron. <laughs> yeah, he's Johnner. Um, she um, tries to drink out of a cup with boxing gloves on. She's just being just quirky, minor the writer stuff. <laughs> I don't know why the scene is here. Also, boxing gloves are in this world for some reason. She's Another being, weird thing. She's just being funny. <laughs> sure. Um, Beetlejuice. <laughs> she sneaks into Ripley's cell uh, by cheating the biosecurity. Yeah. She she like sprays a guy's breath that she's captured. Yeah, we under established the earlier on that he go, has to go like. <sighs> <laughs> so she got that somehow. Yeah. To sneak past the security. I don't want to know how she got it. Uh, she's looking for the alien. Uh, she she uh, offers um uh, to Ripley to kill her, but alien. Uh, Ripley has evil alien powers now and is freaky. She's crazy now. She's She's got alien DNA. The alien has made her insane and fucked up. Okay, but they're just touching each other this whole it's time. It's so weird. They're like groping on each other's like faces and bodies and yeah. it's like... He, uh, are y'all gonna kiss or is this just gonna be the scene joss whedon loves women we love women <laughs> and we love women touching each other that's right um um call uh leaves and immediately gets um in trouble with the military people for trying to sneak into ripley's cell and kill her um she gets charged with terrorist activity yeah that's fine because that's what we're doing in the 90s yeah. you know yeah um we're talking about terrorists they the the military guys are about to kill all the mercenaries but the mercenary crews do a uh, cool guy um kill all the 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 military guys <laughs> they're like hey. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna bounce a bullet off the ceiling <laughs> it's gonna look stupid as fuck <laughs> nice try buddy <laughs> um cut to the aliens um Talking with each other. (laughs) Thank you for including this because they do have a conversation and it feels like the Star Wars holiday special where the Wookiees are talking to each other and you're supposed to know what that means. But then they start fighting and it's like every time my cats fight. (laughs) They hiss at each other and they're like whipping around. (laughs) The cat fights don't end like this. Um, Yeah, because they kill one of the aliens, and then its acid blood uh, burns a hole in their enclosure, allowing them to escape. (laughs) Their enclosure. Yeah. But why are we keeping them together? Hey, you know, um, if I were trying to safely, like, keep aliens in, like, a contained space, I might figure something out for the whole acid blood thing. Yeah, that seems like the number one thing you'd want to, like, design around. Yeah, it seems like the primary, like, design constraint of, like, housing these aliens is the whole acid blood thing. It seems like the most problematic element. 200 years, they haven't figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We haven't figured out a lot in 200 years. Why does it have to be 200 years? (laughs) Nothing has changed. Uh, Anyway, they they capture and kill some of the scientists. Um, Cut to the mercenary people arguing. Uh, Call is like, we gotta stop the military from breeding the aliens. I guess. Uh, It was totally fine. These guys had no compunction at all about selling people in cryosleep to the military to have human experiments done on them. But, but <laughs> you're breeding aliens? Fuck you. I wish they were just making mustard gas or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, a guy gets freezer blasted. 
I like it. You <laughs> you mentioned you like it whenever like someone like ar- someone's arm freezes and then gets snapped off. No, I, I like a I like a freeze and break gore. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Uh I think this looks like shit. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, there will be better kills in this movie than this. It is uh it is on the lower tier of kills for sure. But I thought I would mention it. Yeah. If you wanted to know my preferences. Yeah. Uh, the military give the order to evacuate. This isn't going to amount to anything, but there's a, um, like, AI voice or whatever throughout the ship called Father. No, it... Fuck Mother. We got Father. <laughs> we got Father. Uh, and it's, and it's talking throughout this. It's like, you've got to get out of here. You've got mail. The... I'm I'm here so that I can exposit in dialogue when things are not clear to the audience in visual. Yeah, because Mother was like a <laughs> character, but Father is just well, a voiceover. And Mother, you had to like go, like find Mother and talk to her. She had like her own little room. Yeah, Father the, the is just room. like yeah. Father is just like literally so they can have voiceover explain to you what is happening on screen because they didn't make it clear enough in the movie. There's uh, more women erased from history. That's right. Uh, one of the mercenaries who is, like, in a wheelchair pulls off parts of the wheelchair to, like, turn it into a gun and then starts shooting at the alien. Yeah, he, he makes the doohickey that killed Shinzo Abe. <laughs> I think this is sick. <laughs> I, I love when, like, a character has, some has like, uh, uh, put something together. Secret, secret weapon. I love every scene in a movie where somebody has to build a gun. Yeah. I always think that's good. When someone, like, opens up a briefcase and they gotta, like, pull out the gun and, like, put all the pieces together, that's sick. He does that with his own wheelchair. That's cool. Yeah, like the assassination of Shinzo Abe. Yeah, I think that was cool as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ripley um, punches a a hole in the wall of her cell so she can escape. No, what she does is... What does she do? um, she, She punches a hole in the wall... Finds some wires, uses her acid blood to melt the wires, and then the door to her cell right. opens because the power goes out? That shouldn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a design flaw. <laughs> um, the wheelchair guy's shooting and he's like, I'll give you holes. <laughs> and he does, I guess. Yeah, I guess he does. Uh, the general um, throws a grenade... Into one of the escape pods, we get grenade cam. <laughs> this is funny. Because uh, there's, like, an alien in there, and the pod, like, the escape pod leaves the spaceship. He perfectly curls it into yeah. the escape pod. Yeah, he just, boop, drops it in. Uh, the pod launches out into space, and then we get to see it explode. A shitty explosion. <laughs> this explosion, this CGI explosion looks so bad. It won't be the last. It won't be. <laughs> there are so many <laughs> shitty little CG explosions in this. It's really funny, though. Um. Anyway, he does a cool guy salute because there were troops in there that he killed or whatever. <laughs> and then he gets killed by the alien from behind. Um. It just kind of like... Yeah, it just kind of punches him through the back of his, his skull. And it waits for him behind him so that he can check the damage with his hand. Yeah, he, he like pulls a piece of his brain out and is like, blah, and then falls over dead. Because it's a Joss Whedon movie. No, it doesn't show him falling over. It just cuts from there. But the aliens <laughs> stand behind him like, what do you think? Yeah. You think you're dead? <laughs> yeah. This is, like, when I say, like, physical comedy quips, this is the shit I it mean. Does, it's I, like... Yeah, I, it was at that point where I was wondering, like, are they trying to make this funny? Yeah, because this is like a Tom and Jerry gag. This is like, oh, you've run over the edge of the cliff and then you realize you're falling. <laughs> 
Yeah, it is like that, isn't it? Um, Which Alien decidedly one of the franchises that you don't really do funny in. Yeah, even like Aliens too. Like there are like there's funny dialogue, but it's more like kind of like Predator, where like all of the characters are like cool guys and they have cool guy lines. Yeah, because it's more of an action movie. Yeah, there's not really like physical comedy in this way, like gags. There's not gags. There aren't um, quips. No, this is a very quippy movie. Elgin. Hey, remember Elgin? No. <laughs> the, like, leader of the mercenaries. He walks down a hallway for no reason and gets killed by an alien. In a scene that goes on, like, a minute too long? Two minutes too long? Every every scene goes on, like, 30 seconds too long. We're gonna talk about this more. And it's gonna get more egregious. It gets more egregious in, like, the back half of the movie. Every scene just starts dragging. Where it's, like... The camera just lingers on stuff way too long. There's way too many shots of things happening. It's just like, what are we doing? Um, if we're going to watch something in a room explode, we have to watch it explode like... Ten times. Ten times. Yeah, yeah. from like ten different angles. Um, so this guy isn't a character. He's not a character. He dies. He gets caught by the alien. Oh, well. By one alien. Um, the whole crew arrives and is like scared by the alien, all the mercenaries. And then they um, like huddle into a corner. And then they're like trying to get through a door... And then, like I said, the scene goes on way too long. And then uh, Ripley kills the alien and comes out and she's like, I'm cool. I killed an alien with a gun. I've saved all of you because I'm the cool MC. I'm perfect at everything. (laughs) Don't question it. You all have guns and could have shot at and killed the alien, but I'm the only one who can do it. I'm the cool one. I have (laughs) the courage. I have the powers. Um, Everyone argues for no reason. Uh, We learn that there are 12 aliens... Which is too many. Which also doesn't matter, because... We only see, like, three of them. Yeah, it's never gonna come up the number of aliens there are at any point in the movie. No, we don't have a count in the corner of the screen, like, oh, we have (laughs) nine more to go, no. Yeah, like, one thing that's gonna happen, like, three scenes later is they're gonna hatch a bunch more aliens. So, like, what... What's the point of establishing this? It's a a fluctuating count, so I don't (laughs) know why we have a count. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's some big, like, Joss Whedon dialogue writing... People are like, oh, brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate, okay, I fucking hate that everyone sounds like a petulant teenager. Everyone, especially Winona Ryder. Well, that's kind of her role in life. Yeah, but every character Which is has why been I don't know why way. she's here. But also, <laughs> something will happen and a fully grown, like, military trained character will be like, this sucks. Like, <laughs> are you fucking serious? Why don't you just deal with the problem like an adult? Yeah. Um, Call is like, we can't trust Ripley. She's not even human. Which, okay. Okay, sure, whatever. So, so don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, we learn, oh, also we get some more, um, dialogue exposition. We learn that there's a way to get out of the facility. There's an exit that they have to go to. They go out of their way to explain that, like, oh, we gotta go down this hallway. And then there's a shaft, and the shaft goes all the way down to the other side. And then there's the exit. None of this matters. It really does <laughs> not. None of the mechanics of how they need to get out of the ship matters. The only reason to have this scene where you establish, like, the route to the exit is if we will then get the scenes where that happens. That doesn't, that doesn't happen. And that's not what happens. <laughs> and then we get even more stupid dialogue that the ship is... It's like is... a video game. <laughs> it it's is. like, you need to go to the bridge, but the bridge is down. Oh no, how will I get around the bridge? <laughs> You've got to go down this way. Here, I'll mark it on your map. <laughs> Um, also we learned that the dragons sh- <laughs> in Elgin. 
No, that's that's uh, the mercenary guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> we also learned that the ship is going to autopilot itself to home base, which will then presumably release the aliens on the local population. Yeah. Because we needed a sense of urgency. <laughs> All of the characters in the movie dying wasn't enough. We needed <laughs> We needed to save the world, too. Also... It just doesn't seem like a very good safety protocol <laughs> No, to take your experiments back to Earth. Um, if you thought the movie had um, ground to a halt a little bit too much, I got some bad news. <laughs> because Ripley finds a room labeled 1 through 7. Yeah. And the movie... In case, in case you really wanted to know, those other clones didn't work out. <laughs> which I could have assumed because she's the only one I see who's doing stuff. This scene is so annoying because they're like walking down a hallway... And Ripley stops and looks at a room off to the side, which in alien movie language means someone's about to go walk down a hallway on their own and get killed, which we've already had happen four times <laughs> yeah, in this movie. Really. And she sees a see she sees a room labeled one to seven, and then she looks down at her arm, and there's number eight. And she looks back <laughs> she, in the room. She forgot. <laughs> she forgot what number she was. <laughs> and then she goes in the room, and we we see a bunch of failed Ripley clones in tanks. Which, I didn't need to see him. No, or... You already know. You already knew the other ones didn't work out. We're on eight. <laughs> well, it's okay because I guess number seven is a half-alive uh, Ripley jumble. Okay, but... <laughs> Okay, but one of them is, uh, it's Ripley with an alien head but a banging butt. <laughs> well, in the Ripley jumble... What was wrong with that one? Uh, the, the Ripley jumble is all fucked up. All anatomy is completely gone, except for her breasts, which are perfectly yeah, preserved. beautiful breasts. Perfectly preserved bare human breasts, so you can see her nipples. Yeah. Um, uh, th this creature begs for death. I don't think they tried very hard with this one. <laughs> Ripley decides, okay, I'll, I'll grant your wish and yeah. kill you. I'll, hey. I'll give you the full mercy, mercy kill. This'll be, this'll be gentle and I will treat you as mother. Hey, hand me the flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> she, she flamethrowers. She, fl she flamethrowers this, this, um, this clone backs up. Mer quote unquote, mercy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not maybe my preferred method. Um, and then she starts. Hey, if I ask, <laughs> if I ask you to die, don't do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't kill you with a flamethrower so you can burn alive. Nah. And then she backs up and spends the next like thirty seconds oh, flamethrowing all the tanks. You have to see every <laughs> single one explode. They they literally go through. You could have like counted seven. to seven. <laughs> one and two. <laughs> And this doesn't even make any sense because, like, the flames hit the side of the tank and then the tank explodes. <laughs> the tank um, that's full of water. Yeah. Uh, temperature difference? Glass. Yeah. Um, she, like, backs up slowly. Not Pyrex. No. <laughs> Burns the whole clone room down. Um... Next we get a room... Anyway, <laughs> yeah. moving on. Next we get a room full of the corpses of all the cryosleep people who have burst chests. Yeah. So they're done. But they find one guy who's still alive. Well, you already know. You well, already know alive. what's going to happen to this guy. Um, But Call is like, no, you can't mercy... No, actually what she says is, no, <laughs> we can totally save him. <laughs> yeah, because it's Winona Ryder and she's a little yeah. bit annoying. Yeah, that's literally how she says it. <laughs> and she, she like pulls out the full like annoying teen voice and is like, no. This... 
I don't know why she's here. She's here to be like, we have to save this guy who's obviously about to get chest bursted by yeah. the alien like Ticking three scenes time from now. Bomb. Yeah. We want to take the alien with us, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um. But he's got cute little glasses, so we have to keep him. <laughs> uh, next we get a water room. <laughs> a uh. water room? Um, they they are like, oh, we gotta swim through this flooded gotta, room. Yeah, video game level, we gotta swim through the water This is level. the water level. This is the, yeah. um, I can't stress enough that every single time there's a line of dialogue, it ends with, like, a snarky one-liner. Of course it does. Like, every single one. Um, what is writing, if not that? Um, they swim through the room, they get pursued by aliens. Oh, they swim now? <laughs> one of them? One of the aliens? <laughs> Shot by a big slow bullet, and oh, then yeah. and then explodes Into in a CGI. Puff, <laughs> just a little puff gets, of alien gets smoke. Poofed. Yeah, <laughs> it's like um. Which I don't know why they don't do that to the other one. This is more Looney Tunes shit. This is when it's like Wabbit season fire, and there's a big puff of smoke <laughs> with a big cartoon bullet. This won't be the last time where I don't know how big the bullets are. Yeah. Um. One of the mercenaries that we don't care about gets uh, killed by the aliens here. Uh, I wrote, we'll never get to see her butt and feet again. <laughs> yeah, this woman who's just been following along, who I saw her butt and feet earlier, who isn't a character. I don't know her name. I, I don't know what her deal is. I don't fucking care. No, literally the only scenes with her have been like butt cra- and feet. crowd shots and the butt and feet shot. Butt and feet. <laughs> like... We I need to I need to talk about this because at the beginning of the movie we set up like okay the general is a guy the scientist is a guy and like the lead of the mercenaries are a she guy. She lasted longer than like the captain of the crew who <laughs> All... had like a whole conversation with somebody which he, which he never has. All three of those guys who had like multiple lines of dialogue and conversations with various characters gone out of the movie. This girl is alive just so she can get uh, killed by an alien. Just who were you? <laughs> She also dies, like, way too slowly. There's, like, sad music over this as it goes on for, like, five seconds, and you're like, oh, no. I don't know what I'm supposed to not, feel. Not. You're looking up her name right now because oh, you don't even know. Oh, no, not Hillard, I think. Who could say? Yeah, who could say? <laughs> um, not me. Um. Anyway, they gotta get through a membrane ceiling to an egg nest to get out of the water room. Um... And just as they do that... Oh, yeah, they, they have to break the hymen of the ceiling. Yeah, just just as they do that, all the eggs in the room hatch on cue. This yeah. is a fucking video game level. Yeah, they, <laughs> the eggs, not looking very good. Uh, this is a... This is, like... They kind of look like toy versions of the egg from the first movie. They look pretty bad. But, I again, this is a fucking video game. But we game. had to make 30 of them, This so. is like, oh, no, you've aggroed the eggs. The <laughs> eggs are all hatching. <laughs> the witch! <laughs> um... Um... The the face huggers like jump out and start attacking the people in the water. One of the mercenaries blows up the egg room, yeah. which takes like thirty seconds. I don't think those things can swim. I'm just looking at them. I don't think they can. Just why don't you hold your breath for ten more minutes yeah. because you can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get to see like the eggs exploding like fourteen times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ripley just pulls a face hugger off of her face. She's so good at everything. Yeah, she's go so good and strong. Um, uh, but then one of the military guys that's with them betrays them and shoots Call in the chest and she falls into the water. Yeah. Which, uh, is the most dramatic death. 
Yeah. You should have cared the most about Winona Ryder. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then just as they're trying to escape, an alien attacks and is, like, grabbing onto some guy's legs. And this scene goes on for, like, two minutes. For real. Of these guys, like, trying to kick the alien off their legs. Three guys with guns <laughs> in this scene. None of them can hit it. Uh, yeah, uh, Ron finally <laughs> shoots at it. Um, uh, and another one of the guys that we don't care about dies. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he, I I don't fully buy that he was gonna die from this though. He he ta- yeah he gets like some acid sprayed on his face and it's probably fine. But an alien is like grabbing onto his boot, so he's like, oh, what I gotta oh, I do? Can't, it won't let me go. I gotta like one by one like cut like unclip my harness and then fall, and then the alien will fall with me and die, which takes like fifteen seconds. <laughs> I mean, we've already got guys that have been sprayed a little bit by acid, and they were they were fine. Yeah, no, but he's he's dead because it got him on the face. Oh shit. <laughs> But it got the other guy on the face. It got him on the ear. Yeah, but the alien won't let go of his boot. This <laughs> is contrived, but I don't care about these characters enough to care. Um. Uh, just then, Winona Ryder shows up uh, back uh, like at the top of this ladder. Like, oh, I'm fine, by the way. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> um. Which... You already know what the deal is. Well, uh, uh, time to stop the movie dead in its fucking tracks. <laughs> for real. For, like, again, like, five minutes where we get some because exposition I about think, the government. I think you forgot that this franchise has robots in it. <laughs> yeah, we learned that Call is an android. Yeah. Wow. None of this matters. It doesn't so, matter. Yeah, we got we got A, B, C, D for the new ones. It. it it's alphabetical, the the robot names. Great. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> um, yeah, so we get, yeah, we get a bunch of people, like, going, like, I thought the government, like, discontinued these things, but one of them survived. No, she's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> she's not even human. They just, they just keep shit talking her for no reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, next, she connects with the ship by plugging a wire into her arm. Uh, and yeah, she's, she's like... Got, she's got a mole USB port. Yeah, and she talks in robot voice and is like, Hey, don't um, don't dock at the mothership. Uh, instead, crash land on Earth. Crash into the ocean and yeah. explode. Um, but she doesn't like... She doesn't like jacking in. No. She's like, oh, I she's don't like, want oh, to. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's my Dota Rider. She's like, yeah. what if I didn't? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. So her and Ripley have a conversation where they're, where, um, you know, they, they're like, oh, what's the point of living? And Ripley's like, why do you even care about these people? And calls like, because I was programmed to. And then Ripley's like, they programmed you to be an asshole? <laughs> I'm going to pass the Bechdel test of the last thing I do. <laughs> Anyway, uh, there's some more arguing that doesn't matter. Um, Ripley is like, the queen's in danger and falls through the floor. No, she starts like feeling around the floor. She's like, oh, I feel them. (laughs) Which Um, we haven't established that she does. She's like, the queen's in pain, got a jet, and then just falls into a hole. Yeah, she she gets a, what's the thing from Harry Potter? The fucking vines. Those things. Yeah, she those things. Through. Yeah, she falls through the floor. The alien floor. Um, and then uh, the crew are like, oh, we gotta get to the escape ship. We gotta get back to our ship and get out of here. And right as they're about to do that, the military guy from earlier shows up and is like, yeah, I'm not gonna let you leave. 
Why is this your narration voice now? Because that's the tone that everything in this movie is delivered in. <laughs> I guess so. Um, um, and, like, just as he's, like, gonna, like, convince them all to surrender, the chestburster guy... <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, it's time! <laughs> it's, I'm gonna my, bust! My water broke! <laughs> yeah, okay, we picked slightly different metaphors there, but I think sure. it works. Um, I'm gonna bust! <laughs> He he suicide attacks the military guy, grabs his head, pins it to his chest, and then the it alien through. the alien bursts through his chest and through the guy's skull. I kind of love this. <laughs> this is where the movie is gonna start getting awesome. <laughs> if I'm being real, this is like this this level of like stupid camp stuff is like kind of saving the movie for me at this I'm, point. It is going full <laughs> camp at this yeah. point where I'm like. Yeah, Alien couldn't do that earlier, but then I'm like, well, maybe. <laughs> you know. Speaking of um, basically that, uh, cut to the alien womb. Oh, you thought you thought <laughs> that uh, Nine was going to say room. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's womb. Um, because this is a Joss Whedon movie. That's right. He's got to have giving birth to be like a major theme for every female character he's ever written. Not, not even the aliens are safe. <laughs> um, so the the queen that came out of Ripley got some of her cells. And now it has human reproductive organs and can give live birth. This is all explained by a guy hanging off of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the way who you fully assumed was dead. Um, and so we get an extended birth sequence. Yeah. Of the alien man. That's gotta be awkward for Ripley, right? Like, that's her daughter. <laughs> um, the... Anyway, we got a... We, anyway. We got... We, we got an alien man. The Humalian. Humalian. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, he doesn't look good. No. <laughs> he has teeth. He has a tongue. He, he has, has he has soulful ape eyes. <laughs> he does. There is something ape-like about this design. They're like big, wet baby eyes. Like, oh. I know it is big, wet but, eyes. But they're like sunken in. It's like he has a skull, like a human skull, like over his head. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't like the look of it. I don't like perceiving it. Um, I don't like the look of this. <laughs> um. Anyway, um, uh, the 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 alien man is like, rah, and kills the alien queen. As the guy hanging on the wall is like, no. <laughs> yeah, that was his. That was his bay. Uh, and then the 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 ape alien man uh, goes over and uh, munches on the guy's head on the wall. <laughs> he just bites his head off. Apalian. Apalian. Um. <laughs> Goes over to Ripley and licks her face with and its like, big tongue. <laughs> he's like, he thinks you're his mother. <laughs> you're fully it's... erect. Uh... And Ripley embraces this. Yeah, she's like, okay. She's like, yeah. Yeah. I'll... I am his mother. Yeah. What do you think about it? Anyway, but when it freaks out and bites the guy's head off, she takes the opportunity and runs away. 
Uh, because right on cue, just as the mercenary crew is about to, like, take off on the ship, as the guys are having one-liners, like, can you even fly this thing? This is, yeah, <laughs> this is too much. It's getting to be silly. But kind of... There's a full in English for us a bit. In here. I'm, yeah. Um, it's kind of making it funny for the wrong reasons. Yeah, just as they're about to take off, uh, Ripley, like, jumps over, like, a, a big, uh, like, uh cavern or whatever and lands on the ship platforming yeah um uh but they're like oh no whoopsie doopsie there's a breach in the hole again um so they better have um winona Ryder's character check it out by herself yeah <laughs> so you go small winona Ryder. you you go check it out uh and but the humalian has snuck on board and menaces call as the yeah, because, ship takes off. Yeah, because we haven't been touching her face enough <laughs> yeah. in the last hour. It just, like, caresses her face a bit and is, Why? like, all up in her business. What is this reaction? Um, But it's okay. There are still a few nobody, uh, nobody mercenaries on the ship for this thing to kill. <laughs> yeah, because we need to see this thing do anything because you would never buy that this is practical in any way. Yeah. <laughs> it has the worst features of both alien and human. Yeah. Um, uh, Ripley arrives to save Call, and Ripley's like, hey, I'm your mom, be nice. <laughs> yeah, it listens to her. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I'll caress you slowly now, and I we love, can, like... I love you, mother. We can, like, touch foreheads and be, like, <laughs> together. And Ripley, like, wipes some of her acid blood off of her head, and then, like, flicks it. Flicks <laughs> uh, it. At a window? Yeah. In the airlock bay? Which you should know what's about to happen. This scene <laughs> fucking killed me. It destroyed us fully. So a little tiny acid hole opens up in the window, which opens up the vacuum of space. But before before it opens up, the the Humalian like figures it out. He's like, what? He's <laughs> like, what did you do? All of the human people are smart enough to grab onto something, but the Humalian... I was just born. What did you do? <laughs> but the Humalian isn't. So he gets sucked into the hole. <laughs> it sucked. And there's this little tiny pinhole that he's trapped against. You see his little, his little flesh nub <laughs> out the window. And there's like a minute long sequence of this thing's insides getting pulled out through the hole. I'm okay with this being an extended sequence. Because... Because it's pretty funny. You get a bunch of, like, reaction shots from the alien as it's, like... I know! It looks so sad! It's so sad! That's why you had to give it big, wet, primate eyes so yeah. it could be like, Mother, oh, no! Oh, mommy, it's sucking me out! Which I don't know how I'm supposed to feel <laughs> as the viewer because it's a fucking abomination. And it goes on for so long as all of its, like, entrails get pulled out through the you, wall. You said that this was the Final Destination 3 scene where the guy gets sucked out the butt by the pool. It's the same scene! It really is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, eventually, like, its head gets pulled out. That's the last thing. And um, you see all its little bones and all its little <laughs> gizzards fly out into space. Anyway, the, like, main ship that they were on... Crash lands onto Earth and is a gigantic nuclear explosion. Millions are dead. We've killed half the planet Earth with this crash it does, landing. It, is, it does look like a millions are dead it's situation. It's like a meteor has hit Earth. But there's some crazy dialogue while they're crashing. Uh, yeah, the two guys flying the ship are like, What's burning? It's uh, It's us! Shit! 
Ah! <laughs> shit, you're right. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> shit, you're right. There are, like, too many pauses. This is fully Wile E. Coyote, like, running over the lip of the gorge and then looking down and falling. It's, it's... crazy. <laughs> we fucking lost it. Um, um, but yeah, the their ship just barely makes it through the atmosphere as um, Call and Ripley look on. And <laughs> she's like, oh, well, you saved the world. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. You go, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Movie's over. Cut to credits. We're fucking God, done. It was so worth it. <laughs> this movie's insane. I'm glad we watched it. <laughs> I am glad we watched it. Um, I can see why you put it in the sack. It's... That's why it's, why it's the one I wanted to do. Because it's, it's a crazy movie, complete... like that, the Humalian, the video game <laughs> levels. Uh, it's the the shitty Joss Whedon dialogue. The everything. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's just um, an added bonus. Yeah, um, crazy fucking movie. Um, but we did. We're, that's that's Alien Resurrection. How did how did you feel about it? I am euphoric. <laughs> It was, it was a wild ride. It's not good. No. But it's just funny enough to keep me going. <laughs> That's basically how I feel about it. Like, it just kept, um, like, leaving me mouth agape, not believing what I'm seeing. Yeah, like, it really is. It, like, you aren't believing what you're seeing because, like, this movie was made this way. Yeah. Um. This, like, they're not joking. <laughs> like they're making a serious they think, movie they think this is like serious good they think, filmmaking they think they're making aliens they think it's really cool when um you see every action sequence goes on 30 seconds too long so a guy can go in, in 15 different shots as he yeah. dies it's fucked up <sighs> um should we should we just move on to our to our ratings? We have to. We have to. So first off is the spookiness rating. Lol. How good were the scares and the vibes? What they're, would you give it? They're not trying very hard. They really aren't. This is fully like just a like an action because they, space because movie. they're not trying to make. Okay, this is this is the problem I have. I love aliens, but it completely changed the franchise. <laughs> From it, what it was. It did make it stop being a horror movie, for sure. No one ever models it after the first Alien. It's always after Aliens, it and, feels. And I will give Aliens credit. Um, Kind of similar to how, like, the Terminator franchise, like, has tension and has, like, scares in it, but is mostly an action movie. Aliens has scenes that are like, oh, shit, something's going down. Like, yeah. this is... This is um, you know, you feel that, like, horror uncomfort, right? Aliens and Predator are what I would define as, like, the perfect, like, action horror. Yeah. But anything that goes, like, a little too far in each direction that tries to be both is, like, bad, right? Yeah. And like, I don't like it very th much. This one fully falls in the trap. There's, like, nothing scary. Um, you, they show the aliens way too much, and they, they like, over-explain everything that they do to the point where, like... They're not characters, but they are. 
Like, that birthing scene, if you just didn't have a character explaining to me in words what is going on throughout the I whole scene... I think I would figure it out. I think I would figure it out, and I think I would it's be... It's got a giant vagina bursting asunder. <laughs> and I think I would be more freaked out by it. Yeah, for real. If because... I just had to sit there and look at it and be like, holy shit. Because guess what? I mean, the first alien, no one's explaining what's going <laughs> on. You just yeah. see what's happening. Yeah, and this movie loves to over-explain itself to, like, absolutely its detriment, so... Because they're like, well, they just won't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No one will pay attention to what's going on on the screen. We have to say what's happening. Just having no confidence whatsoever in anything that's happening. And and the movie keeps breaking its pacing to have all the characters sit around in a circle and be like, all right, so what are we going to do for the next 30 minutes in this movie? Right, right. And then doesn't even have, like, the the gumption to, like, pay off on that and have the stuff they talked about matter. It's just video game levels. Yeah. It's, It's video game objectives. So, yeah, it's a one. It's not scary. No, it's not scary. Uh, some of the aliens look creepy. Um. Yeah, that's all well, it gets. I mean, the good designs are from the already yeah. good movies. The, good, the yeah. one new one sucks. is pretty bad. Yeah, not scary. Sucks. Um, next up is watchability. How easy is it to throw this movie on and have a good time? Uh, hear me out. <laughs> it, sh- <laughs> go ahead. I think it's like a four. <laughs> see, I think it's like a two because I see what you're saying about like the comedy angles being really funny by the end. But so much of the early scenes are like they nothing. go on. No, they're nothing. They go on way too long. I don't care about any of the characters. Um, even like Ron Perlman being a goofy fucking asshole is not sold very well in this movie. Like none of his stuff is like anything. Okay. He's better in, like, every other Ron Perlman movie I've seen him in. I I mentioned Pacific Rim earlier. That's another movie that's, like, trying to hit that, um, this tone and is hitting it way better. Right, definitely. Um, Because he is, like, underutilized. Like, this isn't really a character. Like, he's... uh, I don't want to say he's fine. Because (laughs) the direction is making it so that he is absolutely not fine. Yeah, he's he's there on screen to go, like... I wouldn't say that anyone's doing... Like, peak performance here. No, no one is, like, at the... I've seen all of these people do way better. Um, like, Sigourney Weaver, Winona Ryder, great actors. Braun Perlman, great actor. None of them are yeah. good in this. Don't have, like, anything to do with Which this. you have to be especially fucked up to make a movie with all those people, and they don't do good. Yeah, they don't. None of them deliver good, good performances. So that really impacts the watchability for me. The fact that it's, like, two hours instead of, like, 90 minutes, I think, hurts it. So yeah, for me, it's, it's like a two. It's yeah. just like not, um, it it ruins its own like pacing okay. constantly. Yeah, so. y- you sold me on lowering mine to a three. Yeah. But <laughs> next I, up. I think, I think the mo- most of my points can go here. <laughs> that was the Vincent Price vampirating, the campiness, overall performances. Uh, this movie's got some camp to it. It's got some Looney Tunes I goofy. I don't know if it's on purpose. No. But it does. It I don't know how it could not be on purpose when a guy is, like, multiple times in a single movie bouncing a bullet off the ceiling. Like, that's a real thing that can happen. When aliens are blowing up in a puff of smoke. <laughs> yeah. Um, like that. That stuff is all really goofy. Um, I would give it, like, it like a two. Like it. Uh, there's some goofs and some gags, but, like, the performances aren't good. Yeah. No I one think has I, any charisma. I think I gotta go another three. Yeah. Uh, it's just, like... <laughs> it's it's bizarre it's, it's surely bizarre yeah but i don't think it really like knows 
what it's got. I don't think it knows what it wants to do with any of this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why anyone is here. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on Alien Resurrection? Bonus points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For, for what? What do you think? The Humalian? Yeah. For Benedict Cumberbatch? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I stole your joke. Thanks. Because Do I you did... want to explain that to the Okay, audience? yeah, I, I did tell you that at, at the time that I saw this movie for the first time, the Benedict Cumberbatch jokes were in full swing, and it is the first thing I said when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> the Humalian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, there are plenty of people who would fuck Benedict Cumberbatch. Do you think they the would? Do you think they would fuck the ape alien, soulful eyes, crying baby? Ew! Now that you say it like that, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Okay. But I'm not his mom. Uh, so you don't think it'll like caress you softly and gaze into your eyes? No one wants that. <laughs> okay. I guess that means it's time. the fucking movie sack i love that bonus points aren't even like a real thing anymore it's just like a running joke from the earlier part of the show that i can yeah. bring up to <laughs> like snipe you out of the sky <laughs> we never award bonus points because it never matters no it kind of doesn't it kind of doesn't but you know we thought the show was going to be different when we made it maybe it's not that much different i think it's pretty close to our original vision i think we nailed it i just don't think you want to play ball with asking about the hunky monster i played ball i explained why i wouldn't fuck the humalian <laughs> and you agreed with me <laughs> okay fair enough what are we let's find out what we're watching next week yeah so i added some more movies in here i can't say they're all bangers anymore <laughs> We'll see what we get. Uh, this is the movie sack segment. This is the part where we pull a movie out of the sack. That's going to determine what we watch next week. It is slips of paper in a sack that I have procured for our question mark enjoyment question mark. Yeah, but I pull the name out of the sack, so I get at least a little bit of responsibility. Next week, we're watching Bird Box. Oh, God. The... This was this was like weirdly mimetic when it came out, but no one has talked about it ever since. I'm Well, they've made a Bird Box 2, haven't they? No, it's not called Bird Box 2. It's called like Bird Box Argentina or something. <laughs> anyway. Um, like Survivor. What's like the, Survivor Australia. What's the name of the, mo- the quiet place that this is ripping off of, right? because that's another one where i feel like no i feel like it's a ripoff of the happening (laughs) okay because i feel like uh, a quiet place or whatever is like another movie that like was kind of a meme when it came out but netflix has its own ripoff the quiet place called like the silence or whatever (laughs) doesn't they am i making this up no i'm not i know i'm not Bird Box is its own thing, but it's more The Happening than anything It is else. very The Happening. I'm looking forward to rewatching this and how bad it was because... When no I, one... This this was a cultural moment and then it disappeared. It's weird because this one got like a bunch of attention when it came out, but like... It's got like some crazy names in it. Yeah. It's got like crazy amount of like really good actors in it. Yeah, and I'm ready for it to be absolute dog shit when I watch it. 
uh, revisit is probably not going to be as generous as <laughs> yeah. uh, first impressions. So look forward to that. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think that that's going to do it. Yeah, that was that was a good episode. I need to turn the air conditioning back on. I need it so bad. That's I, right. I'm sweating like a beast. Oh well, I've been uh, house sitting this week in a house with no AC, so this is still I'm fine. <laughs> I'm on fire, but I'm fine. All right. Well, join us next week for Bird Box. Uh, Opal, where can people um, harangue you on the internet? Uh, you can find my links at opal.card.co. They're still all the same. I don't care. Maybe there will be more. <laughs> Maybe there will be less. <laughs> You'll have to check to see. Uh, and I'm at uh, putrid underscore imp. And uh, I've got a new Twitter handle for my uh, Magic the Gathering account. Vile underscore individual. Wow. <laughs> so, you are a vile individual. So check me out over there. Uh, I do another show at Level With You. We just hit level 80. Um, that episode should uh, already be out by the time you're listening to this. Nice, nice. So, um, and we for have, World of Warcraft Classic. That's we have is. a Twitter account at Scary Bear. Yeah, follow the show. Tell tell people about the show. Um, We're 50 years old today. That's right. Yeah. We're... we're we love to uh, roll our boulder up that hill. It was Sisyphus? Yeah. Okay. One must imagine Sisyphus happy. <laughs> I don't think that was the point of the story. One must imagine it. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.